Jay, come down here and take up the offering, if you would, please. Amen. Uh, this is a Wednesday night offering. We prayed two more in, so we wouldn't need to go back to prayer. Amen. So good to see y'all come in tonight. Amen. So, hey, go ahead. Let's remember that. Amen. Angel, come and, you go and come and sing for us. I'll get it out in a minute, Lord. Amen. It's good to be in God's house tonight. Pray for us, she sings. Do when God has another plan. Bless your Lord.
Long be nailed to the rugged cross to be standing through this week. There'll never be another Calvary cross. You don't have to prove one thing. The day the Lamb becomes the line and the line became the key. We won't find him again at the whipping post. Standing there so mean. And he won't be nailed to the rugged cross to be standing through this There'll never be another Calvary cause you don't have to prove one thing. The day the Lamb become the line and the line became the key. The day the Lamb become the line and the line became the key. Turn your Bibles to Romans tonight, chapter 1, verse number 16 tonight. Chapter 1, verse number 16. Do desire your prayers tonight, that God would just help us and uh, to deliver that which he's laid up on our hearts tonight. And uh, very familiar scripture tonight, but uh, uh, we'll learn from it what the Lord has uh, got in store for us. As we stand together, if you're able to stand, Romans chapter 1, verse number 16. The Bible reads like this. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Let's read that again. For I am not ashamed of the, uh, of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Let us pray. Father, we love you tonight and we thank you, Lord, for the reading of thy precious word. We thank you for the songs of Zion that has been sung. We thank you for the one that was able to sing for us tonight. Uh, uh, we thank you for each and every one that made their way to the house of the Lord. Uh, and Lord, those that made it by other means tonight through way, by way of Facebook and by radio, uh, we want to say thank you for that. Now, Lord, I pray, Lord, as the word of God goes out, uh, Lord, you said my word would not return void. Uh, so I ask you tonight to accomplish that which you have set forth to accomplish this night. Uh, uh, you knew who was going to be here before we got here. Uh, uh, you knew who was going to be listening, Lord, before you gave me this. You knew all things. Uh, and now, Lord, I pray, Lord, just use me tonight for thy glory and for thy honor tonight. Bring thoughts and scriptures to my heart and to my mind. I drive back the opposing powers of Satan, Lord, tonight and give me liberty and give me freedom, Lord, to preach of what thus saith the word of God tonight. And we'll give you the praise and the glory and the honor for what you're going to do because we know you're going to bless in the name of, of all names, the name of Jesus Christ, we all do pray. Uh, and everyone in the house says, uh, uh, Amen and Amen. You may be seated. May God add his blessings uh, unto the reading of his word tonight. Uh, uh, think about this with me just a little while. It says there, uh, I am not ashamed tonight. Uh, I am not ashamed tonight. That's what I'm going to preach upon uh, uh, just a little while tonight. I am not ashamed. Uh, a lot of people tonight are ashamed. There's things tonight that I am ashamed of. Uh, just like each and every one of us, there's things that we've done in our lives uh, that we're ashamed of. The old saying is, if I could only live my life over, uh, 
Uh, you think about how many we have times that we said that if we can only do this over, uh, if we can only go back and do this again, uh, but we know that's an impossibility tonight. We cannot change uh, what has happened in the past. And there's things that I've done in the past uh, that I'm ashamed of tonight. And you know what we all, uh, if we be honest tonight, because uh, I feel sorry for uh, the person that never, uh, listen, never felt, uh, felt, felt, felt ashamed uh, at some time in their life. If you've never felt the shame, uh, uh, there's something wrong because David said, uh, uh, you know what David said in Psalms 31, 17, uh, he says this tonight, he said, let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Uh, let the wicked be ashamed and let the, them be silent uh, in the grave tonight. What he's saying there, O Lord, let the, let the wicked be ashamed of but never let me be ashamed tonight. And you know, you think about that tonight as he says that. When I look at Calvary tonight, I become ashamed tonight. I look what he done for me and I look at what I've done for him and I become ashamed tonight. Even though I come ashamed of some things, there's some things tonight I'm not ashamed of tonight. There's four things I want to bring out quickly tonight on what I'm not ashamed of. The first thing I'm not ashamed of tonight, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Amen. There's a lot of people ashamed of the gospel tonight. But I'm not ashamed of the gospel tonight because if you look in 2 Corinthians, I mean 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 and verse number 1, we'll find there what is the gospel, preacher? What What is the gospel? We'll find what the gospel is right here. It says in verse 1, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you, the gospel which I preach unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. I delivered unto you first of all that which I also have also received, how that Christ died for our sins. That's the gospel. You know, these four things tonight here, uh, talking about the gospel tonight, uh, uh, it, it, it talks about here uh, four main parts of the gospel of Christ, salvation tonight, uh, of the death of Christ. Uh, you know, what's the, that's the first part of the gospel. Uh, if Jesus had not came and died tonight, uh, we would have no, we would be ashamed forever and forever. But I'm glad tonight, we don't have to be ashamed, never be ashamed of the best news that you ever heard. The gospel's good news tonight. Never be ashamed of that tonight. A lot of people's ashamed. Of, and not only that, but you know, it goes on and talks about, uh, you know what, the burial uh, the burial of Christ. It goes on to say uh, and how that Christ died for our sins according uh, uh, to the scriptures tonight. Where was he coming from? Uh, he was coming from the gospels tonight. Uh, he was, listen, what did they talk about? Jesus went to the cross uh, and he hung on the cross for my sins and your sins. Uh, and you know what, that's the first thing. Uh, and then it says that he was buried. Uh, you know what? He went to the tomb. He was dead. Uh, uh, just as we go to the graveyard and bury our dead, Jesus uh, uh, was dead. So you know what? They took him down from the cross uh, and they took him to Joseph's tomb and they barred there. Uh, and they, I mean, Joseph took him to a tomb that he barred uh, and he put him in his tomb there. Uh, but it was just a temporary thing. But yet he was dead. And you know what? After that, and, and he was buried. You know what, not only was buried of Christ, but then also, and it says, and he arose again the third day according to the scriptures. 
What are we fixing to celebrate? We celebrate every Sunday's Resurrection Sunday. But you know what? We're fixing to celebrate in a few weeks from now, a month or so from now, the 17th of April. Look, are we going to celebrate the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Over 2,000 years ago, you know what? He went to the cross. He died and he was buried. But on the third day, he arose according to the Scriptures. So I'm not ashamed of the gospel. According to it, it says, and he was seen. We see the manifestation of Christ. You know what? Not do we only hear the word of Paul, but it says, and he was seen of uh, Cephas, which is the Hebrew word meaning rock, which means Peter. Peter, that's the name of Peter. Then, well, how was he seen of Peter? Then he was seen of the 12 tonight. Uh, uh, you know, and I believe this was the 12 when they added Matthias uh, uh, into the 12 after Judas had betrayed them. Uh, uh, Matthias became one of the apostles there. Uh, and then it says he, he was seen of above 500 brethren at once, uh, of whom the greater part remains. When he wrote this, uh, many of them were still alive. And it says, but some have fallen asleep. Now we say, we can say all of those have fallen asleep. But they left the scriptures. And after he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. Listen, James was his half-brother. This is the James he's talking about here. And last of all, he was seen of me also as of one born out of due time. Uh, uh, Paul, the one who wrote this tonight, uh, he said, last of all, he was seen of me. Uh, I said, he wasn't writing about what somebody else had said. Uh, he was writing about what he had saw. Uh, but you know what? I have not saw him. Uh, uh, but I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I believe uh, in the death, the burial, and the resurrection uh, of Jesus Christ in order to be saved. I believe that. It took very, listen, it stood the very, the test of, it'll stand the test of times forever. The gospel's been challenged over and over and over. But what has it done? It stood the test of time. It doesn't matter if we believe it or not, it's going to stand. His word will stand when the world's on fire. It's never going to go down. Some people are ashamed to say, I believe the word of God. I think about that. Shame to say, I believe the word of God. And Jesus said, whosoever shall be ashamed of me in this adulterous generation, I will be ashamed of them. Many are ashamed of the gospel. Many are ashamed to say, I believe Jesus is the only way. Why? Because we're living in a world where people mock and make fun. But you got to remember, what did they do to Jesus? They, uh, they spit in his face. Uh, they mocked him. They ridiculed him. They crucified him. Uh, after he had done so many, you say, well, preacher, we're so good to them. We, do, uh, we treat people right. So did Jesus. But yet, many are ashamed because they're afraid of what might come against them. Because I promise you, you stand for Jesus and the devil's not going to let you alone. He's going to try to make you feel ashamed. And you know, I'm going to get a little bit more of that later. And I'm not ashamed of, of the miracles and the other events that happened. You know, some people don't believe that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. 
people just can't imagine. But you know what? There's been studies of, of that there was a man found in a, in a well uh, big enough that he was there. And the only thing that changed about him was his color because of the acids uh, uh, within. The, I'm talking about in our time. Uh, so there are wells out there. But I believe uh, God so in his miracle so much. Uh, if he wanted Jonah to swallow the well, he could have swallowed the well. Because that's what God does. But don't be ashamed. I, I, listen, I believe that Lazarus was in the tomb for four days. I believe the blind men come to Jesus uh, and they went forth, uh, they went forth seeing. Uh, I believe the lepers came to Jesus, uh, uh, eat up with an incurable disease, and Jesus said, Be whole. Uh, and they walked away. Uh, uh, many are ashamed of that, but I believe that today. Uh, uh, I was filthy in sin. Uh, I was a wretched old sinner. Uh, and Jesus came by and washed me clean. Uh, I can't describe it, I can't explain it, uh, but I'm not ashamed of it tonight of the gospel. Because that, you know what, they, that can't be explained by human minds. It's hard to comprehend by human minds what Jesus did on this earth. Not ashamed of the account of the creation of the world. Many people think we come, you know what, the Big Bang Theory was just booming was here. No. I'm glad I didn't start out as a tadpole. Then become a monkey. Then became a man. It's harder to believe that than what we believe. You know that? They can think we come from a tadpole, but no, I came from the one that made the tadpole. I came from the one that made the monkey. And I mean, you know what Jesus said? In six days, he created the heavens and there. In the beginning, uh, uh, God created the heaven and the earth. Uh, uh, you know what? I believe it was six 24-hour period days. And on the seventh day, he rested. And he made man, he made the beast, he made all the vegetation, he made everything that we see it today. But some people just can't believe that. I had a man, a young man asked me one time, where did the trees come from? I said, God, how do you know? Because God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, many people try to figure out what happened. Uh, was there another world before uh, the beginning? Was there another? They could have been another world. Uh, but it ain't up to me to figure that out tonight. Uh, all I know is what my Bible says. In the beginning, uh, uh, God created the heaven uh, and the earth. Uh, and in John, it says, you know what? In the first heaven and the first earth uh, were passed away because he saw a new heaven uh, and he saw a new earth. Uh, uh, one day this old earth's going to be destroyed. Uh, and well, But you know what? We're going to get a brand new one. Uh, I I'm not ashamed of the gospel tonight. Uh, uh, why? Because it's the power of God and the salvation uh, uh, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Whosoever will come and take of the water of life freely. Many people can't, but it ain't enough for us to understand. Sometimes we try to figure things out that we don't need to figure out. God already knows it. We just got to say, well, when I get to heaven, if I, if I need to know it, God will tell me about it. Because you know what? Satan sometimes will get our Mind off of the main thing. Yeah, we ought to know the book. But you know what? We ought to focus on the things we need to focus on. But I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Number two, I'm not ashamed of Christ Jesus neither. You know that? Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.12, for, for this cause I also suffered those things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed of... For I know whom I have believed. Do you know who you believe tonight? 
We need to know who we believe. It says, for I believe and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. So what we got to do is believe in Jesus Christ. And whatever we commit unto him, believe that he's able to take care of it. And he can take care of it. Something is wrong when you do not want to be identified with Christ. You know that? Something is wrong. Many people don't want to be identified with Christ. One little boy said, I want to be a Christian like my dad. Nobody knows it. Think about that. Would that be a testimony tonight? I want to be a Christian like my dad. Nobody knows he's a Christian. I've had people share with me things and like that. But you know, some have never joined the church. Some have never been baptized because of their fear of what people might say about them. You know that? I know I get talked about. You know you get talked about. But you know what I look like when I'm being talked about? Somebody else is resting. My ears burn a lot. You know, somebody said when they're talking about your ears are burning, my burns a lot sometimes, so to speak. But you know what? We ought to not be ashamed of Christ. Listen, I'm not ashamed to be a free will Baptist. People ask, what's free will Baptist? I said, to, I'll tell them, I said, it ain't much different than Baptist. It's a little difference, but not a lot. If you, if you take and you narrow it down to, uh, right, to get right to where it is, there's not very much difference between Baptist and free will Baptist. But there's a difference. We believe you can be saved and then and continue to go away from God as you go so far that you can that you can you can be not lost again, but you can you can still die and go to hell because you just keep denying Christ and don't come back, keep rejecting Him. He'll deal with you when you fall away. But when you fall, when you fall, but when you fall away, you become an apostate. But we also believe this. It is possible, but not probable for us once we've been saved. Now, the Baptists believe like this. If you come to church and you get saved, you claim to be saved, and you go back out in the world, you never got saved to start with. Now, that's the way they believe. Mostly, that's putting it kind of down to what you don't, once you get saved, you don't turn away. If you turn away, you never got saved to start with. But you know what? It's through Jesus Christ. I hope they're right. I do. But you know what? When they, you know, what happens is, uh, uh, you know what? We're free will Baptists. They, they believe that, you know what? I don't believe you'll come to this altar today uh, and you'll bow down and confess Jesus as your Savior and go back out there in the world and do the same things you used to do the next day. You don't get saved today and backslide tomorrow. Just like, you know, because there's going to be a change made. And when you got to do something you used to do, there's going to be somebody knocking at your door saying, I live here now. Don't put that in me. There'll be a change. And you know what? You know, we, we believe, you know, you get saved, lost. No, we don't believe that. Just like the... You know, the, the Baptist, you know, what, what bothers me sometimes about the Baptist, and, uh, and I'm not, I'm, not pre, I'm just saying, some of them stand up there and said, you can get saved today, do anything you want to do more or less, uh, and never have to worry because you've been saved. 
That's dangerous. Because there's a lot of people, and I've talked to a lot of them. They said, I got saved when I was eight, and they live like the devil, and they think they're going to heaven when they die. No. That ain't how God works, and I don't know why I got off on that, but God knows why. But I'm not ashamed of Jesus Christ. And I'm not putting them down. I, I've got good Baptist friends. Uh, I've got good, you know, I, I like to listen to C.T. Townsend uh, and all of that. And one time he said, you, uh, you that don't believe in this, just close your ears for a few minutes and I'll come back and get back on track with you. I was at a tent meeting over here in Kernersville last year. But you know what? We believe different. You know, it, we all got, the Bible says many different administrations, but the same Lord. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying that's the difference. Now, if they get up there and say that, you know, people get up there and get saved and, get, and then the next day they're lost. No, they never got saved. Or you get saved and you don't have to worry about nothing again. And, then, and you can live, I don't think you're going to live like devil because the Holy Spirit's going to deal with your heart. There's a difference. But everybody don't believe that way. And I might be in trouble, but that's okay. I just told you like it was. Nobody, you know, some will never do that. Why? Because they're, they're ashamed. Now, now, will baptism get you to heaven? No. But it's a, something we're supposed to do if we're able to. Because if it got you to heaven, the, 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 the thief on the cross would have had to come down and go be baptized. But he got baptized the right way. He got baptized with Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Why? Because, you know, he said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. Why? Because he confessed it before man. Of the other thief, he told him, we're, we're, we're all in the same condemnation. We indeed are justly, we justified, we get what we deserve. But this man has done nothing. And he was saying, he said, Lord, remember me when I enters thy kingdom. He said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. I'm not ashamed of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed to be part of the church. I'm not ashamed to be baptized. I tell you what, when I first got saved, I'd go to the river to baptism. If I felt like I needed to be baptized, I'd go get baptized again. I got baptized several times. Because you know what? I just wanted to make, you know, you know but the, as the old saying used to be when you went to the rivers, my pastor used to say, you can be baptized so many times as tadpoles know your social security number, but that ain't going to help you. But you know what? It's a symbolic of what's happened on the inside. Already. Not only, I'm not ashamed of Christ Jesus. I'm not ashamed of our church. You know that? You know, uh, we old-fashioned? I don't know, but I'm an old-fashioned preacher. I preach like the mountain preachers. That's all I know. That's what I said under. Now, that's what uh, we go here in Bible believing. I still believe in the Word of God. You know what, but you know, don't don't preach to me out of feeling stream or a golf digest or uh, all them other books. Preach to me the word of God. I want to hear the word. You know what? Sometimes I don't want to hear it because it gets me. Somebody preaching, they say something I don't like. I'm just like you. Don't like it. But you know, fundamental sin hate. I hate sin. Do I commit sin? Yes, but I still hate it. Jesus hates it. You know what? We ought to be mad at the devil. Why? He's destroying churches. And how's he destroying churches? What are churches made of? Homes. And if he can destroy the home, he can destroy the church. A lot of people say, well, that ain't going to affect the church. Yes, churches are made up of homes, families. 
children, moms and dads. And I did say moms and dads. It ain't moms and moms and dads and dads. It is moms and dads. I don't care what the world says. God says it's wrong. God, you know, if God says it's wrong and people don't like to hear that, you got to be politically correct. You got to say, you got to watch who you're going to offend. I don't care. You can say, all you got to do is say the name of Jesus and it offends somebody. You know that? Well, you know, some people, even when you say, they get mad when you say, bless her. Bless him, Lord. <laughs> What's there to get mad at when somebody says, bless them, Lord? Be with them, Lord. Devil's got people stirred up. Got to believe in this. And you know, the Bible says that he'll, the, the, God will let you believe a lie and be damned. If you want to believe the lie, he'll let you believe it. He don't want you to believe it, but he'll let you believe it tonight. And you know, we think about that. Uh, uh, there was this uh, two churches uh, uh, in Tennessee that was mad at each other. And one church was singing this, will there be any stars in my crown. And the other church was singing, no, not one. No, not one. People said, we don't have no reason to be fighting other churches, be mad at other churches. We're brothers and sisters. If they belong to Jesus, they're brothers and sisters. And what does brothers and sisters do? We don't get along all the time. But you know what? Nobody else messes with us. Now, I pick on my, I used to beat my brothers up all the time. I was bigger than they was. I was the oldest. But now he's taller than I am. You saw one of them Sunday. But you know, but you know what? We didn't let nobody else mess with us. We stood for one another. There may be some things that we can improve. If, they, if we ever come to church and we think there's nothing we can improve on, we've already need to, to repent. Because we always got something we can improve on. But our church is. You know what? The church needs to be separated. It needs to be spiritual. And it needs to have salvation proclaimed in the church. People need to know when they come to church, they need to know sometime during that service that there's a Savior that has saved them. And it needs to be spiritual. If we come to church, I tell you what, I told them before church tonight, uh, we had a baton here on Sunday. And if the Lord hadn't have been here the way he was Sunday when that bat, some people thought it was a bird, but I believe God let them see it as a bird so they wouldn't have a Holy Ghost fit. Amen. They'd be turning the church down kind of like the squirrel went to church. Everybody started repenting and all these things because the squirrel began to run to church. And all these, but I knew it was here Sunday morning before anybody else got here. But I didn't say nothing because I didn't want the devil to win. He was behind Jesus right there on that book. He would fly and he would get in behind, on the right-hand side of Jesus. I told somebody Sunday night I should have slapped him on the right-hand side of Jesus. But, but he was right up there. We got him Sunday night. We, we called him and got him out of here. But you think about that. Uh, you know what? It's proclaiming a spiritual church. Man, I love to come to church and feel God's presence. You know what? And I've been in here by myself. I remember at Claremont, and even here, but at Claremont, this was an illustration that I use a lot. I was there, and we was having, I don't know what was going on, but I was at the church, and, I, and the Lord just told me to walk around the church seven times. And as I walked around the church, I prayed for every individual. I knew where everybody sat in the church, and I would call them by name. And I don't know what was happening, but there was a hindering spirit or something going on, and the doors to the, outside, the vestibule was right in the middle. 
And man, I walked around the church and I was praying. I walked around the second time, the third time, fourth time, the fifth time, the sixth time, and the seventh time I passed the doors and I got to where our, our attendance boards are at right there. And when I got to them attendance boards and that, all, things like that, it's just like it went, like the door, the door just opened and closed. And when it did, it's like evil went out and God filled the house. Man, I feel him right now. It's been years since that happened, but it happened and it can happen today. We just got to come to his house. Don't worry about, you know what? Don't worry about what other people talk and say about you and all these things. Listen, uh, uh, when I was in school, uh, you know what? I had to wear long pants all the time. I, I, uh, all of my, I never wore a pair of shorts till I got older. Uh, uh, but you know what? I had to wear long pants. Uh, and you know what? I, did, I had to do many things that I didn't really want to do. Uh, uh, but you know what? My mom and dad, they raised me the best they could. Uh, and I saw that. And I had people no doubt make fun of me. They asked me why I didn't do this and why I didn't do that. Uh, uh, my mom and dad wouldn't let me. I'm happy for that now. Uh, uh, but you know what? Uh, I was ashamed sometimes. And I think about it now. At school, we see some come and they, they have dresses on. That's all they wear. And I wonder sometimes how many people's making fun of them. I know it ain't the dress. But you know, some people, if you if you're a little different, you don't have to be much different nowadays for them to bully you or make fun of you. Can you imagine? But you know what? Think about it. Not to be ashamed of the church. You know, man, because, uh, you know, back in the day, we used to be called holy rollers. Man, you come to church, you better not get out in the house. Somebody run over you. And shouting Bobby Pins flying everywhere. I remember that preacher, uh, Miss Carson, man, she'd get to shouting Bobby Pins coming out. And man, all these things happened. It would, it would scare everybody to death nowadays. But we still got some shouters in our church. But you know, I can tell sometimes people, what in the world's going on? Jesus, his presence. And I'm so glad he said two or three similar stuff together in my name. Have you ever thought about this? If it's you, you've got three others present with you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, I know he's talking about two or three individuals. But you know what? Why? When I'm in, well, I've, been, I, I've had some fits on my lawnmower, mowing the churchyard, in my automobile. I'm not ashamed of the church. I'm not ashamed of Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. But there's some things in closing I'm ashamed of. Number four, that I did not get saved sooner. I got saved at the age of 12. But you know what? God dealt with me a lot earlier than 12. I wished I got saved a lot sooner. I wished I had given the Lord more time. I shared with you about how God called me to preach and he called me to preach on August the 19th, 1983 in the mountains in Ernestville, Tennessee at association meeting there. He called me to preach. But you know what? That was in 93, uh, I mean, uh, uh, 1983. It wasn't till 1991 that I fully surrendered to the call. I drifted for eight years. I'm ashamed of that. I knew I was called to preach. I would preach when I was asked. 
I would come up until anoint when they had uh, people sick, but I never fully surrendered to New Year's Eve night, 1991, going into 1992. That's when I said, Lord, here I am. I know you called me. I struggled. I would be up there five minutes. It felt like an hour. Because I hadn't fully surrendered. And I'm ashamed of that. Because look at the people that I might have had the opportunity to help if I'd been fully surrendered. You said, well, they got help anyway. Yes, but it was me. I could have been the one to help that one. Not for my glory, but for him. He'd done so much for me. I'm ashamed. Listen, I'm ashamed that I didn't witness more. This is one thing I'm very ashamed of. I was a high, I was a, a senior in high school. Now I announced my calling to preach at 15. Now I told you I was drifting. I kind of got away from God. I had some things that happened. I've told you before. I had some problems. I went to my Sunday school teacher and come to find out he was the one that was causing me my problems. And after that, I began to drift. I began to get away from God. And I remember a young lady, a girl at the time. I was going to. I was going to, I can still picture the classroom in the hallway. I don't know what class it was, but I was getting ready to go in. And she was standing there. She said, Dorville, that's what they call me down there, Dorville. I heard you was a preacher. You know what I said? No, I'm not a preacher. And that haunts me to this very day. And I'm ashamed of that. Because, you know, what could I have done different? I could have been proud. Be proud. Not ashamed, but happy that God would choose somebody like me. Do you know what? I drifted. And, you know, and I wish I'd, I wished I'd have witnessed more, but, you know what? That hurt my witness right there. I probably don't mean to. I probably, she probably looks at me that same way today. She knows me well. She may look, she may remember that same thing. I don't know. I've not talked to her in a long time. But I'm ashamed of it. You know what? I'm telling you some of my things, but you you got some shame. You, you're ashamed of some things too. Shame I didn't witness more. And sometimes it, it's hard to witness sometimes, isn't it? Now, I don't believe God wants us to go up in a big old crowd and start witnessing sometime. Because that crowd will overcome you. He may lay somebody on your heart and you kind of, if you could get them by themselves. And sometimes, you know, you don't have to go up to them the first time and say, hey, you're going, to, you're going to hell if you don't change your ways. Sometimes you just got to, a lot of times this is the way I do it. I'll get with them. I, I told you about Roy, Roy Patterson and uh, I'm trying to think of the, I can't think of the other guy's name right now, but they, their wives came to church was faithful to church. It's part of the Eagle family in Kannapolis. Their husbands were lost. They liked to play golf. And I used to play a lot of golf then. I loved to play. I ain't played in about six years, but I still love to play. My body just don't let me no more much. But uh, I said, well, I'll go play golf with them. I did. Didn't say nothing about the Lord. We're just out there having a good time. 
On the ninth hole, before you go to the tenth hole, most places have the clubhouse where you can go get something. All they got is a bathroom. So I said, man, I've got to go in here to the bathroom. We was all playing sorry. I mean, we was stinking it up. But I come out of the bathroom, and we started playing better. At least I did. I don't know if they did or not. But they said, preacher, you must have went in there and prayed. And you know what happened? On December the 17th, 1995, Sandy was the other guy. He had already come to the Lord. But on December the 17th, 1995, Roy Patterson, I still remember, I was preaching. He was sitting over there where some are sitting that way. And that morning, he walked the aisle and gave his heart to the Lord. You know what? All I'd done was showed them friends. I was a friend. God done the rest. I didn't pray while I was in there. I don't pray to play better. Because I'm either going to play good or I'm not going to play good. But you know what? God used that to get a hold of their hearts. Sometimes we try to make things hard when God's a simple God. Even children can understand salvation. And that's just one example but I wish I'd have witnessed more. I wish I'd not. I wish I'd have studied His Word more. You say you've been a pastor all these years, and you went, "Yes, there's a lot I still don't know." And I wished I would study it more. Now that I'm working, I wish I'd have studied it more, because I don't have near the time to study it as I used to. But you know what? I'm glad He brings it. But you know what we can say in this? All of this, may the Lord. So deal with my heart that one day I can stand before him and say as David did, let me not be ashamed. Let me stand before you and not be ashamed. And how's that? Keep the blood applied. Do what he tells you to do. Keep going. Can't change what's happened, but we can start afresh right now. Go forward. Because you know what? A lot of people's ashamed. You never, never in my life have I, it, it, I never really comprehended until I went to work again. How so many people that claim to go to church and be parts of churches and they talk and they act the way they do. I'm not judging them. I just know when I got saved, I couldn't say them things no more. I can't do them things. Even though some of them I never did, I can't do them now even if I wanted to. I could, but I don't want to because Jesus is not happy with that. But I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it's the power of God and the salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I ask you to stand. I'm going to ask you if you would gather around the altar with me tonight. If you're able, if not, bow your head. Let's just pray. Because you know what? We all... Could step up, and if you got something you need to talk to the Lord about, you talk to Him. But we all guilty, and we all have times when we, we let the God down. But you know what? We don't need to. We don't need to be ashamed of the gospel. We don't need to be ashamed of Jesus Christ. We don't need to be ashamed of our church. Uh, we don't listen. But there's some things we are ashamed of. But I'm glad God loves us. Dear Father, I love you tonight, and I thank you for your help, and I thank you for your strength. I pray we take this message and apply it to our hearts and apply it to our lives tonight. I've tried in my feeble way to bring the word the way that had me to bring it. 
And I just ask you tonight, God, just use me for thy glory and for thy honor. Use it for your glory and your honor, excuse me. Lord, not for me, I'm nothing tonight. But I pray tonight, help us, Lord, not to be ashamed. Lord, help us, Lord, to realize that we will not know who we believe in and to know that he is able, uh, Lord, to do that which we uh, Lord, to believe in him for and be committed unto him. Uh, we ask you tonight, Lord, in the church, touch all of those in the church, those that's by Facebook, uh, Lord, those tonight, Lord, no matter where they're at, when they listen, just come with their heart and help us, Lord, not to be ashamed. In the name of above all names, the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen tonight. Thank you, Lord. I pray to you satisfied tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I hope something's been said or done that will help us tonight. <laughs>